so that's like the one thing that I remember from that uh, like seven things you didn't know about the Incredibles was that like it came out just before the 2005 Fantastic Four movie and it's basically wow. the Fantastic Four hmm. and it was better than the Fantastic Four so like uh, Fox then like went and spent like an extra like hundred million dollars to like vamp up the the final battle in Fantastic Four in Fantastic Four to it still felt I was gonna say to a totally great results <laughs> yeah totally worth it um what a shit film <laughs> make believe money make believe money three fine folks I'm Damon. I'm Dan. And I'm AJ. AJ's back! Woo! Did you all miss him? Oh, wait, this is coming out first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, AJ, Uh, welcome to the podcast. You've never been on a podcast before. We lied about that whole bit of it being his first podcast ever. Well, Well, now you know how we record. A little peek behind the kimono, right? (laughs) We done goofed real good. Oh, man. Well,. Hi, AJ. You want to tell the people who you are? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm AJ, and I guess I, I was brought on originally to be a, a guest on an upcoming Harry Potter podcast. Um, Where he in no way defeats the purpose in the first two minutes. And by defeats <laughs> the purpose, he means just poke a big old hole. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to proper belief, experts are not a great thing for your podcast, apparently. <laughs> Especially but, uh, when you want to put minimal work into <laughs> concepts and ideas. Now we just need to tweet a bunch of mean things about how AJ comes up with fake ideas for Harry Potter and discredit him. Hashtag I've seen it work. Fake yeah. daily profit. Hashtag fake news. I will think of it it'd like still a, be fake news. It would still be fake news, but it'd be like fake magical news. Fake profit? Fake profit. Ooh, False profit. False profit. There it is. <laughs> we got there. We workshopped Man, it. Man, they yeah. should have graffitied that on the walls when they were they protesting stuff, right? Yeah, when the, when the profit was being a dick, they should have done false, false profit. profit written all over the place. I'm going to make a t-shirt and sell it until J.K. Rowling notices, and then I'll take it down. <laughs> This is not a Harry Potter episode, by the way. The next one will be this episode. What are we talking about, Dan? Uh, the Incredibles. Specifically, I was asked how the villain affords that island and machinery and such. By me, I want to know. Now I know. And we'll share it with the rest of us. In due time. <laughs> I imagine it's just general nefarious behavior. Yeah, that's well, it. Like, oh. A lot of pickpocketing <laughs> and uh, you start small. loitering. <laughs> uh, loitering is really profitable. <laughs> yes, it's a surprisingly profitable crime. Jaywalking also. <laughs> Big profit margin. Wait, is he the Ugandan prince? Like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Kenyan guy you've been sending all your money to. <laughs> Correct. Oh. Man, I gotta make some phone calls. Do we want to do the uh, ratings or plot first? Plot first this time, friendos. That's what I say. Do you want to do the plot? Okay. Do you want to do? The I'll plot do the then? plot. Um, The Incredibles is a movie, uh, a Pixar movie, directed by Brad Bird, who's one of my favorites. Um, about a family of superheroes uh, that starts out as just a couple of superheroes, and they're 
let most up. families do. <laughs> well, not a when a mommy and a daddy superhero <laughs> who love each other very much. much. They and may look a... like they're fighting, but they're not hurting each other. <laughs> when they leave a smoking crater in the middle of uh, Los Angeles because they got a little rowdy, and then they have a baby. <laughs> um, but Mr. Fantastic and no, nope. Mr. Incredible, correct. Nope. Ding. <laughs> It's just the same movie. Um, I would say there'd be a trademark like lawsuit there, but now they're the same company, so who cares? So who cares? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mono. Incredible is uh, played by Craig T. Nelson and is a big old strong guy. And his uh, strong guy is also a character owned by Marvel. You can't say that. God damn. <laughs> uh, so Mr. Incredible gets married to Elastigirl, played by Holly Hunter, and they have a family, Violet, Dash, and Jack-Jack the baby. And they are all superheroes. They all have superpowers. But when they were younger and about to get married, Mr. Incredible had a run-in where he saved a man from killing himself, and that man sued the uh, superhero like vigilante thing in general, and it made... Uh, basically the plot of like X-Men, whatcha face it, uh, happened where they all had to get registered and they were no longer allowed to be superheroes and they had to all go live normal human lives. Uh, and this is like fine, I guess, for Holly Hunter and the kids don't know any better, but uh, Mr. Incredible spends most of his time thinking about the glory days and hanging out with his buddy Frozone and uh, listening who to... Who's also a superhero. Who's also a superhero. Right? Samuel L. Jackson, and listening to... In case to... the name didn't give it away. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. My name is Frozone. You could call me Mr. Zone. <laughs> um, they listen to police scanners and look for, like, small-time crimes to stop, but they get picked up by this lady who says there's a man on an island who's trying to, like, help pl- test out these robots, and, like, it got loose, and he needs a superhero to stop it. And it turns out it's a whole nefarious scheme the superhero or the big robots are made by this supervillain guy who used to be a kid who wanted to be the sidekick of Mr. Incredible. And through the power of family and being special, they solve it. Watch the movie to find out more. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's calling superheroes there to test them. Like every time a superhero defeats his robots, he like upgrades them so it can't be defeated the same way. Yeah, and at the same time is trying to like murder all superheroes so that he's like the superest superhero. But then his whole plan is to give everybody like this mechanical superpowers that he has so that no one's special. Right. He wants to level the playing field. Yeah. Which yeah. It was you the know. timeless lesson of you have to be born into privilege in order to exert it, and anyone who tries to usurp that system should be squashed by those in power. I will say I it's got a kind of libertarian <laughs> message at its heart, but... I was going to say, like, I don't feel like that's so wrong to want everyone to be on a level playing field, but here we are. Right. Uh, so that that's the bad guy. That's the plot of the movie. Let's do our ratings. You know I don't go first. Don't look at me like I go first. Damon? Uh, I'm a five. I like it a lot. I've only seen it a couple times, though. Um, I'm sure I could do the plot uh, pretty well, but, like, I don't know. That's an easy thing for me to be wrong about, I'm sure. So Okay. All right. Yeah. If you're not careful, Liz will eat your rating. Mm-hmm. I'll drink yeah. it up. That comes out in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AJ, what about you? You know, I'm probably right on par with Damon here. Five, four, maybe even. I've seen this movie um, a few times. I 
thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah. But I am not an expert. One? One? Maybe two? Whoa. Have you, have you seen, seen this movie? I've seen it. Once. A cat is upset. A long time ago. I had to re- I had to read Wikipedia to remember what the plot was. Wow. It's weird because my wife is a huge animated movie fan, and I don't know how this one felt like I've seen most animated movies like 50 times. I don't know if she doesn't like this one or if she's never seen it, but somehow it fell through the cracks, and I do not know much about it. Whoa. Do you have a favorite Pixar movie? Uh, I have a lot of Pixar movies I like. I don't know that I have a favorite, but mm-hmm. I know this is like a lot of people's favorite, and I remember really liking this movie. I just like never went back for wow. whatever reason. All right. Way to throw your wife under the bus. No, it's not a bad thing. Do you thing. listen to this show? <laughs> yeah, first of all, welcome to my life. Uh, but second of all, it's not a bad thing. I just like, it tends, she tends to be the one, like, when we're going to watch an animated movie, she tends to pick because she has strong opinions. And this one just, I don't know if it's just because it's not on Netflix or what it is, but it just like never came back in the rotation. Hmm. So yeah. A one. Yeah, that's why I'm going to actually rely on you guys a little bit as we go through this. I have some like uh, fill in the blank spots here. I... Hmm. I think I want to give myself a very high rating. I don't know that I want to give it as high of a rating as American Gods. So I think I'm going to say this one's like a eight, eight and a half. It's my favorite Pixar movie. Um, I love Brad Bird. He's like the only auteur director that I would be like comfortable. Like I, I hate auteur directors. I think it's such a dumb thing to like trust a director implicitly to do like a bajillion dollar movie after they do like a little indie film that was probably the screenwriter's like baby anyway. Uh, but Brad Bird in my eyes can do no wrong. Uh, Iron Giant is another one of my favorites. Um, and his Mission Impossible is one of the best ones. So uh, right. I love I love this movie very much. It made me feel like good feelings. And I'll watch it again tonight. <laughs> all right probably there you go. so what are we talking about all right we're gonna talk about the cost of the island robots and like where did that money come from so i have actual numbers that make this interesting that we can talk about but i can answer well, let's just talk about bullshit instead come on <laughs> no but i'm just saying i can answer the overall question right now in a sentence Military research. Oh. This is 100%. That's Tony Stark money. Yeah. Okay. This is, yeah, this is Tony Stark, Jurassic World, call it what you will situation. Yeah. Right? So I didn't even bother looking, because I don't know the movie that well, I didn't even bother. Someone's building a giant robot. It's for the Defense Department. Huh. Huh. It's interesting, because the military doesn't get involved. As far as I remember. Yes, that's because they're willing to let them him field test his invention on people. Huh. And even when he brings the full, like, uh, like syndrome robot thing to, it's got a name, but I don't remember what it is, to the, the mainland, I don't recall any, like, tanks getting involved. No, logistically, that could take, uh, like... 
a long time in oh, order like, to get that in We generally don't roll tanks through, like, downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't know, man. This world feels so dire. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess that's right. And that fight's over in, like, five minutes. I mean, it is difficult. Don't talk down to them that way. <laughs> what do you mean? No, 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 no. I mean, like, it was a tough fight, but you had superheroes on hand, so the amount of time that it would take you to rally up a military response would probably be a little bit longer. Yeah, and he probably, like, specific... I mean, because the entire idea is that Syndrome wants to make it appear that he defeated it. Yes. So he would probably strategically, like, choose a location to launch it where there would be as little interference as possible. I was about to say, yeah. what he probably did is tell the military this is happening, said, start filming it from a satellite so you can see its effectiveness against these super beings, and um, then I will turn it off and sell it to you. Oh, or I wonder. Do, or give it, deliver it if you've already paid for well, it. Because he was going to do that anyway. Right. Oh, I bet. I bet there's another move. I wonder if this is this is the like a Reichstag situation, or like well, here's what you don't know. He was giving. Why do it we to... always talk about Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> he was going to give it to the military. Because they're the baddies. Aww. <laughs> 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 he was going to give it to the military and then like give it to everyone. The military was either going to kill him and keep it for themselves. Or he was going to give them version A, and they were going to be like, you are allowed to release version B, that is, half as effective. Yeah, I mean, he probably didn't think that one through spending so much time and money getting his hair up like that. He does have nice hair. Yeah. So, that's where the funding came from. We can talk about how much it cost. Yes, That's what we'll do the rest of the time. But, like, I can tell you right now, that's where the money came from. Maybe not even the American government. Uh, I don't know. What I do know is that we spend $71 billion a year on military research. <sighs> Not on the military, to be clear. On military research. It just makes me think of how DARPA does that like uh, robotics contest every year. And I'm always like, what a cool thing. Look at all the stuff these people come up with. And then DARPA's like, thank you very much. And they like <laughs> carry it away to their lair. Did you see the one that it was like carrying a box and then just did like a terrible job of putting it down? <laughs> it was I like, really no, we put it in our show notes. When robots look like they're doing a really good job and then they don't. <laughs> like, you see that robot that like goes to feed a baby a bottle and it gets like gingerly, gingerly, gingerly so close and it like tests the temperature and everything and it gets right next to the baby's face and then it punches the baby <laughs> in the face. Not a real baby, a baby doll, but like very funny. <laughs> it's trying. It's very hard. <laughs> I don't understand your soft human bodies. <laughs> I need that to still be a thing, because the second I watched a uh, Boston Dynamics robot get up from the flat of its back, I went, it's over. Oh, they, <laughs> they open doors now. I know, it's over. Yeah. It's like watching the Raptors do it in Jurassic Park, where I'm like, well, that's game over, man. As soon as they can get through doors, forget it. Might as well just lay down See, here. See, the trick <laughs> is, you have to put them all on an island. I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. <laughs> if any of them are listening. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, guys. Oh, Dear Liz's computer room. in the future. No, um, I don't... That's not I mean, the one. Like, I'm going to keep it a little bit on the down low since it's right here, but I don't see this one lasting past 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I love you, you're great. If it's the last thing she does. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a threat, but it's a threat. Uh, so yeah, we spend $71 billion on what's called research, development, test, and evaluation. We spend an additional twelve and a half billion on what's called science and technology. What? 
So what's all the in, difference? I have no idea. I couldn't figure that out. Uh, all in, it's like eighty three, a little over eighty. We just million. got done talking about the robot competition. What do you think that? Well, but what's research and development then? I do want to know what the difference between research, development, test, and evaluation, and science and technology is. Right? I think it's the difference between, like, scary and, like, super scary. I think <laughs> one of it is, like, we're figuring out how to make real laser guns, and the other one is we're shooting a lot of bullets into a thing to see if they're slightly better bullets. Yeah. Okay. Still one scary. is, like, we're shooting a laser from space, and the other one's, like, we're shooting a laser from the ground. Or, like, one is, like, if you know about it, you're going to get shot with a laser from space, and the other one is, if you know about it, you're going to get shot into space. There you go. So watch out. I'm just saying, whatever I tagged this episode with, we're going to get put on some lists. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the science department is just uh, researching the brown note, actually. What <laughs> <laughs> is that thing? Oh, man, the, the thing that they did in uh, uh, World War II where they were like, what if we just give Hitler female hormones forever <laughs> and then he'll be a woman they can't do anything so that'll work right or that thing of where they were like we're just gonna say nasty things in german uh about how no one loves them while we march did you hear about that one it's like people like gave them pamphlets that said like hey your mom doesn't love you there's an american soldier back home stooping your lady i think the german word is stooping <laughs> <laughs> Uh, war is an interesting thing. Right? <laughs> Every little bit helps, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um, so yeah, I have that. I also have what various pieces of military hardware cost. So really what we're going to do is we're going to figure out how much his island is worth because we know how much islands are worth because we figured it out in Jurassic Park. Oh yeah. And then you're going to tell me how much you think his robot is worth. And that's what we're going to, then we're going to figure out what percentage of our military research budget went into developing this superhero killing robot. I like that you get to reuse and recycle your information. It's like a uh, very green. going to say, and like we're reaching like a critical mass uh-huh. that like you're, eventually you're just going to have to stop like uh, researching. We'll just like, reference your own material. Yeah. I'll just be taking other pieces out of other episodes. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, and we then just... we'll make a robot that will just stitch uh, previous episodes together to create new content. <laughs> we can already yeah. do that. Doesn't that Adobe product already kind of mimic uh, human voices well enough to... They got enough material from us to make more episodes forever. They won't make any sense. <laughs> can we go on a sad <laughs> side tangent? Oh, no. My wife is reading Plan B, which is Cheryl Sandler. Easy for you to say. Yeah, exactly. Her book. <laughs> Where her husband died. And so oh. she was like talking to me and she was like very sad. She was like, I don't die. I was like, I'm not going to die. I, you know, and I'm, you don't die either. And it was a very touching moment. I was like, but if you do, you have a bunch of, you have now have hours of me just saying bullshit that you could listen to and then be like, mm, I can do better. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is fine. Yeah. Well, things look up. Things are looking up. Uh, silence. Yeah. <laughs> Insurance money and none of this. Uh, pros and cons. Right, pros then. and cons. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, everyone stay alive. <laughs> Statistically not going to happen. I mean, you know, for as long as you can. <laughs> okay. Is it more or less expensive to have an island with a volcano on it? Oh, yeah. So I think, first of all, many islands probably do. Although not the type that are generally being sold on the website. I found them. Sure. Right. Because like, those are mostly like sandy atolls sort of thing. Yeah, and they also seem like hella unstable. In terms of square footage. I think it depends on how much you have around the volcano. Right? If it's like just 
mouth of volcano, probably not worth much. I mean, Hawaii, though, like, terrible is going on, but, like, that volcano is exploding, and there's much of the island that is unaffected. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Probably depends. Also, it's literally the only way to make more island. So Right. It's not the only way. I was about to say, I think you can have tectonic. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, just push up land. The... Well, I was going to say, like, the United Arab Emirates sort of thing, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or we just oh, go build an island. Good yeah. point. Now, or we could have sea levels decrease because, you know, as the world gets colder like it is, uh, all those ice caps are melting more. Oh, I what? see. I see this planet. was sarcasm. <laughs> Things are bad. Yeah, I just read a headline of an article today that made me very sad about the ice levels in Antarctica, and it made me so sad I didn't click on the article. <laughs> <laughs> so I know no further information except that I am very sad. Click anti-bait? Yes. Anti-clickbait? Click deterrent. Click deterrent? Click repellent? Click repellent. I don't think their advertisers are going to be happy about that. No. No, correct. Gawker Media Hmm. should get on that, I guess. Nah. Uh, Because that's where I saw it. There you go. Heads up, Gawker. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, You can pay our fee whenever you're ready. Whenever you're done paying off Peter Thiel. Um, So if you remember. Yes. It was $63,000... Per acre of island. Right. So I what I need to that. know is how big is his island? Because again, I do not remember this movie well. It hmm. is big enough to have both a volcano with a volcano layer in it. So maybe this volcano is not even a real volcano, but there is volcanic uh, stuff enough to like feed at least two people and then there's like a cove Wait, time out, sorry volcanic stuff that feeds people dirt it's volcanic dirt she like grows they grow okay so there must be like a staff there's a staff they yeah. grow, they grow things in the volcanic soil they do okay there's the a way whole... that was implied to me i was like i don't I think they words. eat the lava <laughs> no no yeah there is there's a small there's a workforce staff. on the island uh because the there's standard like bond workforce yeah so there's like there's a Bond villain's worth of like henchmen there, and they're all presumably live there. Yeah, and there's with like benefits. a track around the island that is run like a, a autonomous Amtracky train thing. I would probably like I would hazard to say it is. I'll say it's Isla as Nubar. Big. Yeah, yeah, I'll say it's as big. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I have to go back and look. I think that was. And they got like. Fake animals on the island that's like same as dinosaurs, you know what I mean? That mu- that island was 30 square miles. So I can do that. Let's see. 30 square miles. Do that math. Do, 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 do. Is $1.2 billion. But I have a caveat there. Oh. It's $1.2 billion um, in today's money. I did all this in today's money. But he doesn't have a hotel. Well, no, because remember, we did the hotel separate right. in Jurassic Park. No, my caveat there is it might have cost nothing because we just might own the island. Oh, it as might be the like US. American government? Right, like we oh, own yeah. the Marshall Islands. Do you? Oh, and if he's like, like there, like on... On the government's permission. Like yeah. if, they, if he was like, I need a super secret place to do this military research, they might have just said, we have a remote island, like, I don't know, the ones we blew up some bombs on. Mm-hmm. You know, 50 years ago, probably not that one. It's probably still radioactive, but you get the idea. Like, we may just, the U.S. government just may not buy an island for them. They may just own an island. Well, so mm-hmm. here's what I think about this. Uh, the uh, Incredibles family, the Pars, they're assigned a government worker who, like, moves them to new houses every time Mr. Incredible fucks up and, like, 
shows off that he has powers. So do you think that, like... I mean, it's entirely possible that these two branches of the same, like, government bit would not talk to each other about stuff. But Syndrome is, There's like... no he, evidence of that <laughs> in real life. Exactly. Government <laughs> communication is as pristine as it could possibly be. It's the gold standard. But all I'm saying well, is that's why he always... murders a bunch of superheroes and has a big record of that. Like, that you can find pretty easily by just typing in a password that Helen Parker well, figures out real quick. And then, like... By nature of that, you highlighted there's an entire government department that is losing superheroes. Right. That their whole job is just a task to like observe and report and keep back them safe. on. Yeah. So here's what I would say: government department is losing superheroes. Reports that up the chain, and chain gets very interested in building a machine that can kill superheroes. Mm. I mean, if you were worried about a coup, who would you be worried about? That's the whole well, like, half of the thinking, story of Superman is like, is he going to take over the world, basically? I was thinking about that when we were talking about why the military doesn't show up. It was like, because uh, Liz brought up, you know, like mutant registration at the beginning. But in Civil War, like one of the solutions to that is not that they force them to all retire and go into hiding, but that they become like government employees. Right. Like, like You have to use your powers for whatever the government says. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they, you know, there's state-funded superhero teams, like... Which is why Captain America's, like, not chill. Yes. Right, but that's what I'm saying. So, in this world, if you can't recruit superheroes, maybe it's a public opinion thing, maybe you just don't trust them to, like, be loyal forever, probably is the reason he has this funding. To be like, if Mr. Incredible suddenly decides to, hey, I'm president and I'm killing everyone who says otherwise... Wouldn't hurt to have a syndrome style robot sitting around. Oh, that's really dark. So dark. Welcome to my brain. <laughs> At least it's not Nazis. <laughs> but I mean, you could use the robot against Nazis. Though. You should yeah. use the robot. If you're going to wind up killing a whole bunch of superheroes to get there, you should at least use it against Nazis. Well, clearly, some like deep state like uh, shadow organization is funding all of this and is going to use the syndrome attack to. Uh, it's a false flag. As a false flag to overthrow the uh, the government in like a in, like a shadow coup. Man, and, uh, all the work people do just to prove that Donald Trump is smart. Like, <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Make Believe Money. Um, <laughs> That's it. Good night. <laughs> my tears will be available for sale. Uh, Are you Q-A-Dan? <laughs> oh, God. Freaking nonsense. Uh, uh, AJ, you I hope that's not timely by the time that we... <laughs> like, Please don't let that be timely anymore. <laughs> yeah, so correct me if I'm wrong. My memory of this movie is a little hazy, uh, but back onto the topic. He <laughs> hollows out the volcano to make it we a rocket launch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's also cylinder like... thing. I don't know what you call that. How much might that cost? It's yeah. important to talk, talk about, about that? that. Can we first talk about the shade AJ just threw real hard? <laughs> yeah, you're a guest. Bro. Back to the topic. Back to the topic. Yeah, we're we supposed to be here for. <laughs> He's um, not wrong. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I don't know, to hollow out a mountain? I also want to talk about how there's a whole like lava waterfall that apparently is real lava and no one burns alive in it. <laughs> You're actually right. It's a it's an architectural feature. Yeah. Also, it's if like it's a, under like the mountain water. still, I think it's technically magma. You're right. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of this, so I just those I, these are the points I have to make. Do you, it's like it's like a big curtain. 
of lava that just magma that opens up in the middle and people walk down a hallway and this first of all the floor still exists and then second of all uh it closes in on mr incredible as he's like trying to sneak through and it doesn't burn him well he's super sure but i think also flammable <laughs> he's got that suit the right? suit what's might not her be flammable. what's her name isn't it super so is does she? it become dead mirage is a super she is that's right okay she doesn't ever get to show so off you, her power. So you don't really super. ever see, like, a baseline human. Because you have to assume that Syndrome has some sort of, like, technological, like, right. advancement. Right, every time. Um, so, like, you never see just, like, a baseline human interact with that. So, so AJ, that's I, enough headcanon for me, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the answer to your question. Here's what I do know. If you can buy an island for $1.2 and you have an $85 billion military research budget, less. Less than that. It costs less than, less than that. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I honestly don't know the answer nope. to your question. I, we could probably, f- I guess we could find a project. Like a, Maybe find a railroad project where they like hollowed through a mountain. Oh, what but if it's actually a dead I mean, volcano like, and like, like we the dug through mountains fake? before though. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I not could find volcanoes. it just not live fire. Like I yeah. couldn't probably do it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. could find a project, a civil project where they've done that someplace. That's what I'm thinking. It's probably a d- dormant or dead volcano and the lava is fake and the rocket launcher it's hollowed out. Just part. for aesthetics. Yeah, it's just for <laughs> aesthetics. I mean it is beautiful. Uh and the rocket lodged out hollow part is just it's a feature that was just naturally there. Well, a naturally mm-hmm. perfect ballistic missile launching tube. You, you can't perfect nature, right? Like, it's just the way... It's just... Look at it. It's gorgeous. Guys, <laughs> silo. The, the word is silo. Silo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank wrong. you. Rocket launcher I really struggled. <laughs> I, I do think it was originally rocket launcher hold tube. You think that this, The first rocket, they island. were like, we gotta come up with a word, guys. What would you call this uh, rocket launcher hold tube we just built? Well, um, that sounds good, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> They made the first one in a grain silo and we're just like, yeah, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't think you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big tube structure. Astronaut farmer? Grain tube. Yeah. <laughs> grain tube. Yeah. Upright grain dangerous. tube. Grain tube of death. Yeah. All right. So we have one. Not more to be confused with a laying down grain tube. <laughs> a cow? That's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have 1.2 billion there, which may be nothing. We can decide at the end. Then I have a list of all the things that we buy, military-wise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not all. How not, do you have that list? Not <laughs> everything that anyone's ever bought. Wait, you hacked my Amazon account? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I'm glad that you moved the tiny robot lady that we have in the room out of the room so that she couldn't be listening to this. Uh, well, you probably couldn't buy... We're going to put it on the internet. <laughs> I know. You probably couldn't <laughs> buy an F-35 or a kc KC-... 46A tanker or a P-A8 Poseidon. I mean, well, you tell that to my Second Amendment, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about Kickstarter, but that's way better. <laughs> that that is my favorite part about the Second Amendment. So the people actually understand what it was for, and they're like, "It's to defend ourselves from the government." And I'm like, "They, they have, they got tank they, thing." But what? They were going to put a laser in space. <laughs> like, <laughs> they had nuclear submarines. What are you going to do with your AR-15, my man? Anyway. Well, come and take me. <laughs> they can take it from my cold, dead hands. Yes, yes sir, they, they can. Yeah. 100% they correct. Sure, we'll be doing that. You're not going to have hands when they're done with you. <laughs> like... Oh, boy. So this podcast is not polarizing at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
We know our audience. We have a demographic. Yeah. Welcome to our Chicago listeners. Goodbye to everyone else. Goodbye to everyone else. Um, so coastal elites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so to largely break it up, I have it in terms of aircraft. So I have a bunch of different helicopters and or fighter crafts. Wow. I have it in terms of missiles. I have it in terms of uh, ships, submarines, destroyers, aircraft carriers, etc. But no rocket launching tubes? I have it in terms of satellites. Well, this is for the actual, the, har- the, not the tube or the base. This is <laughs> for the, the robot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not the tube or the base. The tip. <laughs> I'm just the tip. Just the tip. Man, I love it when we accidentally talk about dicks. <laughs> yeah, so we've already talked about going balls deep in that mountain. <laughs> this is for the actual uh, killer robot. So When he ejaculates that killer robot <laughs> over <laughs> You know, I tried to end it earlier. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) So you guys tell me what you think the... Oh, and then I have some other bullshit stuff, but it's not important. Um, (laughs) You tell me if you think this is closer in price to some sort of aircraft or helicopter, some sort of missile, or some sort of aquatic ship. And then we can find a good proxy. Because again, I don't really remember the, the robot. thing that he shoots. It no, goes... the actual robot itself. Right. right? Yeah. Like, so it goes in like a a, a rocket shell, okay. and that breaks apart, and it is a sphere with legs. And it's like four stories tall, three stories tall. Four stories tall sounds about right. Okay. Well, first thing I'm gonna add then is I am going to add uh, one. Do we want to add an advanced medium range air to air missile Sounds or Trident fun. 2 missile modifications? Which do we think is What more is a Trident 2? It's That's a type a... of missile. Oh. It's a military missile. So it's, it's a, arm... a nuke, actually. Its arm does a twisty thing and shoots like a missile, so it's got at least four of those. What? So the legs it's... break off and they shoot like missiles. Ah, and so there's four of there's those. There's four of those. Okay, so let's call it four medium. Advanced medium range air to air missiles. That sound fair? For the delivery system. Uh for the delivery system, like that's like an that's like a intercontinent like intercontinental mis- missile more so, I think. It's a it's, nuclear It's bomb. hoisting like a big like a big ass robot on the front of it. What if we talk about like what the what right, uh right, like right. Apollo eleven? <laughs> I think we're talking about like Apollo eleven. <laughs> I don't think we're talking that big, but I think, like... we're, talking, I think we're talking at least Apollo eleven. <laughs> All right, so Trident missile. Let's let's see what a Trident missile is. Oh, that's a big ass missile. Okay. I don't appreciate you doing all this searching on my IP address. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's actually uh, pretty cheap. That's seventy million per missile. That's like so four of those. You're saying yeah. for the arms, yeah. Yeah, just for the delivery system. For the wait for the delivery system, just the one. It's only one. So it comes in one rocket, and We're then talking it's about little missiles it's, in it. When it's a when it is a robot, ah, gotcha. finally, it has four little, little, missiles little missiles on the end of it. Oh, okay. So we'll do the Trident missile. Yeah. Uh, plus, we'll do four of the advanced medium range air-to-air missiles. That sounds okay, about right. Okay, yeah, sure. Sure. Do you also have the price of what it would cost to have a four-story tall BB-8? <laughs> I don't, but we can approximate it, like I said, in maybe as a... I don't know. Uh, 
It's going to be a vehicle Shin-Hook. of some kind. Yeah, Chinook helicopter or something? Uh, that's what I'm asking you guys. Did you tell me what you think? Like, I'd say a Chinook How much probably... do the submarines at Submarine Adventure cost? I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> I can tell you how much a Virginia-class submarine costs. Yeah, Google more. <laughs> All right, that I just have in my spreadsheet. Uh, I'd say you could say submarine. It goes under the water. I don't know. Submarines are big, though. They are Okay, so here's, big. here's a size discrepancy because it sure looks like it's four stories tall when it arrives at the island, but when he fights it before, he barely fits inside it and can reach top and bottom at the same time. Uh, but I don't think that's like the like the whole interior. I think that's like a central compartment like sure. within it. Sure, sure. You know? Okay. Because I think there's got to be a lot like, you know, it has uh, like... And it's like the It has like missiles and guns that. and stuff in that, so like it's got like... It's got to have compartments that he wouldn't go into otherwise. Okay, so what we need you to look up is what's the cost of, like, a Polly Pocket dream house, but, like, big. <laughs> okay, I'm right on it. Google that. I think it cost 20 bucks when I was 12. <laughs> um, I think, like, a... I got a Blackhawk helicopter. I got a King Stallion helicopter. I oh, like this little uh, shot helicopter, actually, I think I think might a helicopter be... would be good. I've got yeah. an Osprey... How know. big is a Chinook? That sounds right. All right, hold on a second. I was going to say, I've seen an Osprey, and I think that that's pretty is that accurate. correct? Yeah. Oh, wait, is that the thing that That's flew? the thing that flew over our house? It's an Osprey. <laughs> okay, so quick story time. Uh, I was walking to rehearsal one night, and yeah. I left the apartment, and it was like 5-ish p.m., and uh, I was walking up the street, and suddenly the whole earth began to rumble, and I felt my sternum like shaking in my chest, and I looked up, and the biggest like drone I had ever seen flew overhead, and it rumbled everything around me, and I thought I was going to die, and it flew off into the west and i texted damon and was like i thought i almost died and he was like what was that sound and i was like i saw a big drone and he looked it up and it was an osprey they were doing drills because uh president obama was here yeah it was nuts yeah i I... thought i thought the moon was crashing in my front yard it was so loud yeah also like any place that ever gets like a military action taken upon them with one of like one of those I could understand being very, very frightened indeed. So for the, excuse me, the layman among us whose um, military aircraft. <clears throat> that. Yeah. Oh, thank it's you, like Dan. A, it's like a, I mean, it's a big ass helicopter. It's, so it, it looks like it's a, a helicopter plane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like it uh, can reorient its wings to lift straight up off the ground like a helicopter. Yep. And then once it's at altitude, it puts those forward and and flies like an airplane. Well, damn. And it looks like based on this, you could, there's not, these don't seem to have like occupancy things, but I mean, 20 people probably at least. I think that's probably correct. Probably somewhat like cautious based on like the look. Let's say it's one of those inside one of them missiles. Okay, deal. Or an Apollo 11. I don't know. <laughs> also, side story. I went to Mexico once with my family, and uh, George Bush was there. Not in the resort we were staying in or anything, obviously. He stayed at the swanky one. But we were, like, on the beach, and there were destroyers, like, visibly just, like, basically going up and down the coast. It was very, like, hmm. They could just decide to kill everyone on this beach i guess if they wanted to why not you know i gotta say presidential presence is very distressing uh obama's campaign office is in the same building that i worked and uh 
It would just, if you were out to lunch at the wrong time and you tried to come back to the office, you would just not be able to come inside. Half day. <laughs> Gotta go home. I'm yeah. sorry. The president says so. Side tangent. I, uh, one time when AJ, Obama was here. Yes. Can we get back on topic? <laughs> no. Oh. I want to tell my story. Also, you don't have to say tangent every time. It's literally all this show. This is, <laughs> yeah, if you keep talking about tangents, they're not going to know when we they're really gonna talk say, about Yeah, they're going to be like, wait, was there a point? Yeah, they're never talking about anything. Okay, fair enough. Anyway. So, uh, probably four years ago, um, President Obama was in town for something. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you what, but he absolutely destroyed my commute home. <laughs> so uh, I took the express bus that should theoretically get on Lakeshore Drive uh, and take me to Lakeview. However, um, Lakeshore Drive was shut down, and it took me like 40 minutes to go eight blocks downtown. Ugh. So I decided to get off my bus, walk up Michigan Avenue, basically where I was, and do some shopping, <laughs> where I bought some very nice blazers. Uh, that I call my thanks Obama blazers. <laughs> Did you get that monogrammed on the inside of the jacket? I wish that was extra. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. I'm trying to decide if this is the most expensive of the helicopters. I think it is that I can see on here. You gotta feel like he upcharged them, you know? Yeah. It's military. <laughs> okay. So, 1.2 for the island. If he's paying for the island, is what we decided. One hundred and seventy million for the giant robot. That is seventy million for a Trident missile. Uh, then there are four one point six million small missiles, and then there is one ninety three million, almost ninety four million Osprey. Okay, so one hundred and seventy right. total. Then I threw in a small amount of money for living expenses, but I think I need to adjust this upward because I did not remember that he was not alone. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a staff of at least 20 people that you see. Oh, really? That Mm -hmm. many? Yeah. There are a lot of armed guards. Yeah, again, it's like like James Bond type henchman situation. It's like Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, unless they're all Doom bots, in which case, like. They're people. She punches them in the face. You punch a Doom bot in the face. But he's got opinions about stuff. They have opinions and they talk about, like, their families. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They're programmed to talk about their families. No! <laughs> no. Okay. I don't see anything. What's the... Uh, I don't, I don't see, see anything at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know what's anything at all. So, I mean, I, I'm just going to ballpark this one because I don't want to do the research on the flight. Five million? I think that's For fair. For people? Yeah. Just to keep the whole establishment running. You have an idea, like, roughly, like... Oh, yeah, I guess. Remember, like salaries I mean, and also so food and lodging. Let's put a hundred thousand dollars a person. Let's say that's salary and paying their living expenses. That gets you to two. So we can go higher or lower based on what we think. But <clears throat> I think five is yeah, good. especially because like you got to consider, you know, like, there's like hazard pay. Yeah, probably they're living, a, they're living on an island, so like yeah. everything getting shipped to them is more expensive. Well, they yeah. grow it there in the volcanic soil. Some of it. Some of it. They grow a lot of fruits and vegetables. Do you see any sort of meat production? No, but they, I think they're all vegetarian. <laughs> what do they do about toilet paper? Uh, bidets. Like a, like like a, a civilized nation. <laughs> uh, you fool. <laughs> you don't need toilet paper. Imagine the luxury of getting your butt blessed. <laughs> Finish the sentence. You can't leave it there. Water. I tried to 
end so this podcast. Scary. I tried. I tried to be like, we're done. Uh-huh. Episode over. Well, I think Kevin Nealon was on Conan like a minute ago and explained that he had a bidet that had a fracking setting. <laughs> what? Are you the like, like with shale oil? Like, <laughs> well, once I we mean, learned how to go know. horizontal, it really opened up a lot of potential. Uh, I need wow. an adult. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna mark this one as uh, mature. <laughs> what goes? What's after explicit? What comes just, after that? Just don't put it on the internet. Unlistenable. <laughs> Unlistenable. All right. Tipper uh. is not a fan of this episode. <laughs> so with a 1.2 billion dollar island, an 170 million dollar robot, and a five million dollar living expense, we come to 1.384 billion dollars. So that's not so bad. Which would be. 1.64% of the military's research budget. Not the military's budget, but the military's research budget. You cracked it right open. (laughs) Admittedly, uh, that is including that 12.5% for science and technology. So it's the research plus that science and technology bit. 1.6% of our budget, military research budget. So it's totally realistic. That we would pay for all that. <clears throat> now, if you take out... Oh, hold on. I did not include the $5 million of expenses. I'm sorry. 1.65. Oh, there we go. Okay. Sorry. It wasn't 1.64. It's 1.65. <sighs> I've made horrible mistakes. Now, how much crack does the CIA have to sell in the inner cities in order to fund that, um, so here's that kind of activity? <laughs> here's a fun fact. If you take out the island, let's say we already own the island. Hey, it was just there. We just took it. Point Wow. Of the military's research budget. I think the lesson here is that islands are expensive. Oh No, the, the, the lesson here is we spend far too much on our military. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For people who are trying to not be in a war, yeah. Well, it, it's it's preventative spending, right? So that people are so intimidated <laughs> with starting a war. <laughs> like, well. Uh, now I have a question. Was though were those calculations uh, just for producing the robot, or did that include all the research and development cost oh. included in producing uh, said robot? That would probably just be the cost, like, because you have to imagine like all of those numbers you were referencing are like prime efficiency, like factory numbers. Right. That does not include research and development. Okay, because um, that robot is like version. 20. Oh, at least. There's like 60 some odd dead superheroes on that island. Woof. Is there? Yep. Um, yeah, it does only include the cost of production because everything I added up is production. Like, because we're already producing Tridents, we're already producing Chinook. Mm-hmm. So, let's say it costs one times for each version. Does that make sense? So, it costs $170 million to make. Let's say it costs $170 million for Prototype 1, Prototype 2. We'll just add that all as research. Okay. 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 I like it. So if we do 60 times the amount we were going to do. Sure. Now it becomes 10 billion. Okay. So without the island, it now becomes 12% of the military research budget. That's a bigger dent. Uh, per year. Uh, In a year. So if he did it over multiple years, then it would be a smaller amount per year. But if he did it all in one year, it'd be 12% of the military research. you got to figure it happens over multiple years, but mm. not a large amount of years because he 
is a kid noticeably in the beginning of the movie and there's like a stated flash forward time yeah but he wouldn't have been able to like but he's a boy genius boy geniuses get like uh he did he did build rocket shoes yeah here's the thing i will say about that so that's a good point Mm -hmm. so it does up the number considerably to 1.7 percent of our total military budget for comparison do we have um or can we look up a cost on what it took to research and build one of those things? Maybe. Actually, you know what <laughs> like we can do? Dan's going to get F-35, maybe? F-35, yeah, that's what I was about to say. So the F-35, for anybody who's not aware, it's the newest fighter plane we have. Um, and it was a whole clusterfuck to build. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Why is that? Because it just took forever and they like took forever kept pumping more and more and more and more money into it and then they like produced it and the first fighter pilot to fly it was like this is garbage and we should go back to the old (laughs) i liked the iphone 9 (laughs) i think we they fixed it yes i it flew its first operational military combat operation for some other country, actually. Well, the yeah, other day, right? I can't remember. France, maybe. I can't remember who we sold one of those things to. Oh, it might have been Israel. Um. Oh, it because might I have think been. They bombed yeah, some areas of Iran, maybe. Yes, I think you're right. Um, but it's our like latest high tech. What? Just laughing at the forever war. Just like Israel and Iran are not at war. Why are they bombing each other? This is upsetting. Uh, Israel. Syria. Well, it wasn't involved in Palestine, was it? I don't think it was Palestine because technically Palestine doesn't have any land area right now, so they'd be bombing themselves. Themselves, yeah, themselves. Yeah. I think okay. it was either just maybe, yeah, mm. it was maybe just into. No, you know what? It was Syria. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, that oh. makes way more sense. I was like, because Iran okay. is an established country. I think it was into Syria because I think they were trying to get some of the chemical weapons facilities. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, okay, hold on. So. The F-35, now admittedly this was a cluster, but it cost $1.5 trillion to develop. You could feel like oh, a thing that was that's a, a, big a pain in the butt to develop like that might also uh, represent a thing that took 20 dead superheroes to build. Or more. Or more. Um, so if it caught, but I have here, it cost $166 million to produce an F-35. So it costs 9,000 times the production cost uh, to produce it. So we had our number of 170 million. So if we times that by 9,000, it costs almost exactly the same. Because if it's 166 million to produce a F-35 and we had 170 million to produce this robot, it costs 1.5 trillion. Which means that's a big number. Not including the island. <laughs> 1.5 trillion, yeah. yeah. So not including the island, that would be 1,820% of our military research budget. Or Whoa. 263% of our military, total military budget. Whoa. So it would have to be done over a number of years if it cost him as much proportionally to produce the robot that he produced. That's a lot of crack. That's a lot of crack. 
<laughs> Which also that was a deeply political how episode. <laughs> long did it take the F thirty five to come into development? Yeah, seriously, that's a nut. Oh, I think oh, a long time. It must Decades? have taken a decade at least. Uh, the, but the DOD has sunk so much money into the F-35 that the Pentagon deemed it too big to fail in 2010. Uh. Okay, sorry, hold on. This $1.5 trillion is over the 55-year life of the program. So that uh, must not 55 have been what it was to develop. That must have been what it was to develop and then what they expect it will be going forward. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, this has been going on for 55 years? No. Good. <laughs> I That's the most be. upsetting. Let's find a better number for that. Okay. 406 billion. That seems like a better number. So if we did 406 billion. Numbers are hard, guys. I have to count all the zeros. Millions, billions. That's 2,500 times the development cost. <laughs> Drum roll. Which brings it down to 450, 425 billion. Okay. Which would only be 73% of our total military budget in a year. Oh, just two thirds. 500%. Three quarters. Time, 500% of our research budget in a year. For a mildly sentient robot. That can kill superheroes. Worth yeah. it. I mean, might be worth it, guys. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just put the superheroes on your side. I mean, if you have ultimate military superiority in theory somewhat indefinitely. What they don't know is that robot learns. I would say, <laughs> this is how the robot apocalypse happens, though. Right. You build this robot, it gets sentient, and forget about it. Yeah. We're, all, we're all, game over, man. Game over. <laughs> totally boned. So, That's cool. Somewhere between 1.6% <laughs> of our research budget to 1,800% percent of our military research budget take your pick depending on how inefficient the r&d process was it seems like at, uh, uh, the cost of life alone seems pretty inefficient to me you know like that part's cheap oh, that's so rough these are superhero lives yeah They'd probably be... They were not using. They weren't using. They're privileged lives. They're worth more. I'm just saying they probably, like, their legs or whatever are insured by the same place that Rihanna's legs are insured. Probably Lloyd's. Yeah. Yeah. They're weird about insuring people's body parts. That's a strange business to be in. One of these, one of these days we should find a movie or something that correlates to that and do some research on it. Uh, that, Zoolander. That's, yeah, that's fair. That's a, that's a industry I wouldn't mind learning more about. Please, let's. Oh, man. <laughs> Write to us at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com if you want to see a Zoolander episode where I talk exclusively about David Duchovny's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be great. <laughs> I think we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody Anything have any else? final thoughts? I don't know. Get back to me with those crack numbers when you get a chance. <laughs> yeah, but, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> How many pounds of crack that is? Yeah. Oh, God dang. The government's definitely going to be on you're definitely going to be on the government's radar like AJ, i said no matter what i tag this you're on this you're on this episode bud yeah you're i here willingly put this on the internet anybody who willingly puts anything on the internet is on a list <laughs> like yeah probably didn't know a lot about me anyway when i was a stock analyst when i very first started before i got a quote-unquote sector so i like to looked at specific companies i was like the bitch boy who was like oh we have a company we want to cover but we don't really like nobody has capacity so look up 
you know, like your job is to cover this. So I was covering both a fertilizer company and Scrapple <laughs> Airlines. Ooh. I am so on a list that I will never get off. Like I one day I, I like was looking up like the nitrogen content in some fertilizer, and then I started googling some airline stuff, and like halfway through that I was like. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I never get to fly again. Yeah, I was about <laughs> like, to say, well, I'm on, yeah, so, goodbye, TSA pre. I was going to say, I wonder why your, like, passport applications get rejected. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. And I've been AJ. Uh, email us your thoughts and, you know, vent your deep sadnesses about the state of the world <laughs> at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com thanks as always to our composer Charles e. Miller for her music uh, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts especially but any place you find us we're on Stitcher I think we're on TuneIn yeah ask your robot person in your house whether or not we're on TuneIn because I think that's the one they use anyway uh, you know uh, write us review us Tell people you love about us. Tell people you hate about us and everyone in between. We'll catch you next time on Make Believe Money. Did I forget something? Sorry. I forgot something. The review contest. Oh, right. We will be announcing the winners in not next episode, but the episode after. Just the way recordings fell. I don't know the winner yet. Yeah, we'll find out. There'll be a thing about it. Get ready. It's coming. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.